Welcome to Kaiseki Anime, where we air new episodes every other Monday. Kaiseki covers currently airing anime, older series seen recently, and other relevant topics for the season. I'm your host, Marina, of the blog Anime BNB, and with me is my co-host, Draggle, of the cleverly titled Draggle's Anime Blog. This week, we preview the spring 2021 season. This is a big season with a lot of good anime. Um, I think this might be our longest list ever uh, without having measured that at all. I'm going to say it and is. It's definitely going to be difficult to, I think, keep this to an hour um, at minimum. Yeah, so we'll try to go fast through some of the sequels and ones we don't like. Yeah, actually, I think it's easier to talk over much about shows you don't like, right? Because you tend to rail on them, but we'll see. I'll, I'll try my best. The The bad shows are all me. So we'll start with the section we labeled bad, which are all shows that I think only I watched. No, that's not true. I just didn't think to include them because I didn't want to waste time on them. Oh, <laughs> go okay. ahead. Well, sometimes bad shows are good. Sometimes. In this case, they aren't. First off, Battle Athletes Victory Restart. This is like a sequel from something from the 90s. I don't know why it needed a sequel. The girls are in space competing in the Space Olympics, and they wear bloomers, and that's all I have to say. Uh, that's it? Okay. I didn't see this either. I saw it. I would not recommend it to anyone. Uh, next one was even worse. Worse. Blue Reflection Ray. This was like, they go to school, and something, something, they fight things and talk about their feelings. Uh, the art style looked kind of cool. But otherwise, I was just bored. Yeah, I did try this. I thought the art style was kind of very flat. Um, maybe it is up to some people's tastes, but I personally didn't like it. And I thought like their interactions with one another, like their dialogue, was super awkward. So yeah, not interested. I agree. And yeah, it was kind of flat. I guess when I said it was interesting, it's more just it was a different art style than usual. Yeah. I don't know if it was good. Yeah. Uh, next one... It was kind of like, uh, oh, how do I even say this? Cestus, the Roman fighter, but it's Cestus with a V. I honestly don't know. I'd be inclined to say something like C-E-S-T-V-S. I think like the V used to be pronounced with U or something. Maybe because the guy's name is like Cestus, right? I don't remember. Probably. Yeah. Uh, anyway, this one, there's a Roman gladiator and he fights in gladiator fights it felt like it was very exploitative towards us enjoying his suffering, kind of. Yeah, I really am not into shows like that. Yeah, it's just like, oh, he has to kill his best friend, and oh, he's getting abused, and oh, this is so sad. But now he's meeting the young Emperor Nero, and maybe something will come of it. And I just don't, I don't want to watch this. What about Dragon Goes House Hunting, which is next on your list, and one that I actually also saw? Yeah, this one, there's a dragon who's homeless, and he's a really weak dragon, so he tries to get a house, and he meets some weird uh, realtor guy. Um, this one like wasn't actively offensive like the other ones. It was just kind of boring, I thought. 
And it was kind of boring and kind of annoying because it is about sort of a younger dragon who gets, well, he gets kicked out. That's how he's homeless, right? right? Because his father thinks he's pathetic and weak and kicks him out to, I don't know, become a real dragon. (laughs) (laughs) Like I can kind of, I feel bad for him, but then I can also kind of see where the dad's coming from because this, this dragon's kind of pathetic. And yeah, not really interesting. Yep. Next one is another on the actively offensive list, Koi Kimo. Um, it's about this older guy who is like a college graduate, has a job, who uh, starts harassing this high school girl who's his sister's friend. And it was really creepy. It was super creepy. There's a couple shows like that this season, and I dropped this one super fast. Yeah, me too. The, the other one is like, vaguely deniably creepy this one is not deniable at all (laughs) yeah there's there's no hiding the facts about this show that's not redeemable yeah and last on our bad list was the slime diaries which is a spinoff of the slime show and for me this 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 one's not offensive or anything but just like why it showed that's my question yeah why showed the slime going around town hanging out with people it was just but why do we need this like there's already plenty of slice of life sections in the main series why do you need a spinoff of just that which is way less interesting and it's basically them trying to get us to forget the fact that they basically genocided another country (laughs) (laughs) i'm not gonna forget that because i saw that and this is boring yeah i agree but I do know some people who like it, so... Well, hard pass for me. Same. Anyway, finally, we're into the so-so category of ones that we didn't like too much, but we also didn't despise them. Right. Although the first one I despised, for reasons well, you'll soon hear. Obviously, it's a sports anime, Draggle. <laughs> Burning Kabaddi, which... When I first glanced at it, I thought it was going to be fictional. And then as I was watching, I was like, wait a minute. I swear I've seen this before. And it's totally a real sport. And you can look it up online. It's quite entertaining. I thought it was just a joke from Nichijo. <laughs> oh, so did I. That's the first time I think I was ever exposed to it was Nichijo. And then I saw it on here and I was like, wait, I think this is real. And so I looked it up and it's got a whole professional league and everything. Huh. Did it, was this part fun to watch? Uh, it was exactly like it shows here. Like, it's hmm. basically a whole bunch of guys, like, teaming up on one guy, like, tag. It's kind of funny. Okay. <laughs> you should look it up. I think it's more popular in East Asian countries. That's why we don't really see it. But, uh, I have it on here strictly for novelty. I don't think that it was terrible, but I'm not, like, really into it, if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. if this season was less loaded... I would have a higher chance of probably finishing this as it stands now. While I find the sport somewhat interesting, it's not very compelling to me through the characters or whatever to put this higher up on my priority list. So we'll see if I even finish it. Right. And for me, it's sports. So no. Well, and like I said, the characters aren't really that intriguing. Okay. Next on our social list is Don't Toy With Me with Nagatoro. This is the one where the boy goes to school with the younger girl, kind of like half bullies and half flirts with him. This reminds me of that other bullying show. Do you remember what it's called? Yeah, Takagi-san. Okay, but that one had charm and this one does not. Yeah, I kind of agree with you. This this one, she's more of a... Sadist? Yes. <laughs> Although, honestly, the boy pisses me off more because he's just like such a, such a sack Takes of it? potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, how 
Did you label this like as so-so? Wait, did I have this on so-so? I don't even remember where I had this. I don't think I even listed it. I think I put it on so-so. Yeah, because I watched it and I was so repulsed that I didn't even want to consider it. But uh, it's funny to me that you have this above, say, that Roman show, because I really think this show is just taking pleasure in other people's pain. Yeah, I think that's probably fair. But at least here, the pain is uh, psychological rather than dying. Psychological to the point of where I think he's physically in pain, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, you have a good point about the Takagi, though. Because there, the boy, he's always, like, plotting how to get revenge. And he just fails. Yeah. So he feels a lot less pathetic than this guy. Right? Because he's not just taking it and crying and looking like he's about to pee his pants. Yeah. And I feel like the girl is doing it out of true affection and not going overboard. Exactly. And taking pleasure in it in the way that this girl does. Yeah. The the one thing I do like about this one is it looks pretty, and uh, I like the girls' like mean faces. Oh, like the the art style, the animation. Yeah, it's pretty well done, but it just makes me hate her more. That's fair. Next one, I think you like better than me. Eden Zero, I've only seen one episode of, so I feel like I really just wet my toes on it. But I thought it looked pretty interesting. I liked the concept of like this boy being raised among robots, basically and having no exposure to humans other than what he's heard about them. So I thought that the start was pretty cool, but it's still really early on. Yeah, I originally didn't watch this, but after you recommended it, I watched the first episode, and it it was a lot better than I expected. I, yeah, I mostly it's not bad. It. It's, it's intriguing enough of a start, I think, to give me a couple more episodes before I make my final decision. Yeah, I think I'm going to drop it mostly based on my external knowledge that this is from the fairy tale author. So it's probably going to oh, yeah. be like a shonen that has fighting and goes on forever and ever. I don't mind if the writing is actually interesting. Like if they actually include some interesting plot points and character development, then that's not a turn off for me because I don't actually know much about fairy tale. I never watched it, so. I watched the first episode. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Actually, I may have watched the first episode, too, but then never followed up with it, so... Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to judge it based on that. Yeah, the one thing I didn't like is it always focused on the girl's butt. Oh, did it? Yeah. I don't remember that. Okay. I I mean, I believe you. If you noticed it, then I'm sure it did. (laughs) Uh, Next one is all you. Farewell, My Dear Kramer is a show about soccer, women's soccer, and I guess that it's just decreased in popularity in Japan, and you have this younger generation that really wants to bring it back. And they have, like, a whole girls team. And I'm only a couple episodes in, but I've been enjoying it so far, particularly because I played soccer when I was in junior high and high school. So this is fun for me, and hopefully I see them get stronger now that they've got a new coach. But I don't really have much else to say about it other than I think it has an interesting art style. It I think is more respectful towards like that this is like a female cast, female characters and like their their journey to get up there and improve. And so it's not really focusing so much on like, you know, physical aspects of them. I also did soccer in middle school and this is bringing back my suffering. Well, I was a female in female soccer, so this strikes a little more heart to me. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was not a female in not a female soccer. <laughs> but anyway, sports. Yeah. You don't need to say more, Draggle. I understand. Thank you. Um, next one I'm assuming is all me because it involves uh, lots of suffering. This is um, Full Dive. The ultimate next-gen Full Dive RPG is even shittier than real life. 
That really fucking terrible title, yes. But it's a very accurate title. Yeah. And I, I really like the first few episodes. Um, Actually. Yeah. Um, I love the childhood friend character because she wants to murder him. And uh-huh. I love the uh, video shop girl because she just like bullies him into playing this stupid game. And it seems like the main character will be someone who tortures him. So I'm I'm enjoying all his suffering in the shitty RPG. What I thought was kind of comical was that I watched this with Kebu, mm-hmm. right? And we didn't even get through the whole episode, and he looked over at me. He's like, we don't have to finish this, you know. <laughs> 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 I just turned it off. Yeah, I, I can see where you're coming from. The first episode, I was just like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty awful, but sometimes I en- I enjoy the awful, and th- this is one I'm, of those I'm glad cases. you are enjoying it, and this could possibly be a classy anime, or no? No, it's not classy enough. It's just oh, classy requires like a, a sexual component. Th- this one is just uh, more pure suffering. Ah, uh, yeah, exactly what I don't like. So I'm I'm hoping you enjoy that this season. Thank you. Next is Hige Hero. After being rejected, I shaved and took in a high school runaway. And this is probably one that you were referring to about the uh, very creepy. Yes, this is another where you have an older, like, full adult guy and, like, this younger girl who's not yet out of high school and obviously getting paired together. And arguably, this one is better than the other because it's not sexualizing the two of them, like, blatantly, but it's certainly implied the high school girl, like, offers him multiple times herself in the first episode. I mean, good on him for denying her. But I just, like, after seeing Koikimo and then seeing this, I was just like, come on. Yeah. Why do we got to go here again? <laughs> it also looks a lot better than the other show, I think. Yeah. Art style-wise, I think it's kind of pretty. Part of what makes it so uh, creepy is just um, it portrays him turning her down as being like, oh, he's such a good guy. He wouldn't have sex with a high schooler. And it's right. just like, why is our standard so low? It's pretty fucking low, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> like, after seeing the previous guy, this guy is like, mm, up there. You should really respect him. Yeah, exactly. Um, but after Yusaki Drop, I, I just don't trust any anime. They're going to betray us at the end, right? We've For totally sure. been broken by Usagi Drop. Exactly. If Usagi Drop guy would do it, this guy will definitely do it. Right? They keep making it out that he's going to, you know, respect the boundaries. He's sort of like a father figure, but I've seen where this leads. Exactly. And he's way less of an actual father figure than that guy who is like 30 years older or whatever. Let's not think about this anymore. Next one is the Snow White Notes, which is uh, Shamisen. This is almost a sports anime, but I still like it. <laughs> oh, you like it, actually. Well, I really liked the first episode where uh-huh. he like moved in with that uh, the girl, and then he uh, she had like the shitty boyfriend, and then he played the Shamisen concert. But then this next episode, like, the girl who I liked disappeared completely, and then he joined, went to school and joined the school club. 
Yeah, did you like that huge shift? Like, I was wondering, what the fuck happened between the first and the second episode? So it's not just me. Good. <laughs> no, no, no. It was such a shift in tone. It almost felt like the first episode was, was its own short story. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, it felt like sort of a self-contained story that I liked as well in its own tone. But I'm not saying I dislike the direction the second episode went. It's just that they feel disjointed. Same. It feels like they bait and switched me. Because I was yeah. really excited about the first episode. And the second episode, I'm just like, oh, this is pretty good. And yeah, and then she's gone, and you're like, um, okay, I guess those characters didn't matter. Now we have new people to care about. Exactly. But I'm still enjoying it. Um, I I do like how they... I like all the Shamisen music. Same. I think those are really cool segments that they share with us. Especially, I love that performance. Okay, his mom might be a bit of a scumbag. The, <laughs> but I like how yeah, absent singing. she is as a mother. What? The singing above the shafts. Her singing, yes, and there in his new apartment. That was awesome. That was awesome. Do you remember how excited I was for that uh, the Koto show, Kono Oto Tomari? Yeah. Yeah. The this one reminds me of that, but the anime seems a lot better. I hope that they follow through. That we see more of that style, like not just him playing, but just you know more aspects of traditional Japanese music, because I really did enjoy it. Exactly. I hope it doesn't just become a tournament arc like Kono Oto Tomori. Yeah, that's pretty typical of these kinds of shows, right? Yeah. I would like to see some familial development, him and his mother and other people in his life. Exactly. The next on our list is Tokyo Revengers. This one, the guy, his uh, middle school girlfriend, 20 years later, gets murdered. And now he has to get revenge for her by going back in time. It's kind of weird. It reminds me of a race. Do you know what I mean? Because of the time travel thing and like trying to go back to save this girl. Like a car race or? Do you remember Erased? Oh, the I only know the Japanese title. But yes. <laughs> you weave. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a race where like the guy is able to go back in time and he's trying to save like that childhood friend. Yeah, but in this case, it was a girl that he actually dated for a short period. Yeah, the only thing is this one feels less of a like, mystery and more of a beat-em-up type thing. For now, yeah, for yeah. sure, because of the nature of what he was doing when he was that age, which he was sort of part of a gang. Mm -hmm. Which is funny to me to imagine, like, middle school gangs. It sounds so... Lame. <laughs> wannabe. But I guess because it shows, it reveals that tough as they thought they were, then they became sort of the messenger boys for, like, not, that's not the right word. But sort of, what do you call that? Like, they were pretty much serving the older kids. The gophers or something? Yeah, like the gophers. Um, and how they were treated like shit and used as entertainment when we see sort of their uh, gladiator-style matches that they were doing for other people, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm mildly enjoying this. Um. I am too. I want to see him save her. I think the relationship he has with her brother as well is interesting. So I'm, I'm curious if he'll go back and forth more in time or if he'll still stay back in this time period. Yeah, I was surprised how much of a main character the brother became. <laughs> yeah, me too. Anyway, last on our sis, so the world ends with you. This is uh, based on the DS game from like over a decade ago, which I, I enjoyed. Here, they're, everyone's dead and they're like ghosts and they're fighting monsters but my favorite part of this is just how how cool the animation looks it's all like very smooth and there's lots of thick lines i can sort of see where that gets um inspiration from the video game 
Yeah, exactly. The battle scenes were really awesome. There was like one in the first episode where the the little girl fights a frog, and I was like, "This is the coolest frog frog killing." Right, so you're I've ever okay seen. with this kind of battling? Yeah, because so far all the battles have been pretty short, and it's not like mm-hmm. they're yelling out their moves and analyzing it forever. It just like kind of happens, and then it's done. Does that make sense? Yeah, I thought it was interesting, like the art style and I guess the design and the look of it. But I ended up dropping the show because it's not my style and it's not the kind of fighting that I think it's interesting. And it's like a survival kind of show, right? Because they're just mm-hmm. thrown into this world and they have to fight one another to try to survive and get out. And you you probably also played the DS game, it sounds like. so you. Already... No, I didn't. Oh, I, okay. I actually didn't play the game. Yeah, uh, it's it's only in my so-so as well. Okay. I haven't been super excited by it. I just I'm surprised that you're you're down with the fighting here and found it interesting. While I like opposite thought it was really boring. Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. Anyway, shall we move on to the promising shows? Sure, sure. Let's do that. We can go ahead and start with eighty-six, eighty-six. I don't know why it's repeated like that in the title, but it is. Oh, I didn't realize that. I don't understand why they have to have it both in the numeral and then written out, but there you go. And this show is basically about a society of, I don't know, like, what is going on with, like, the um, comparisons with, like, World War Two, right? Because it's basically, like, people that are allowed to live in the cities. Like, I mean, you know, it's like they're all silver-haired. And it makes me think about Hitler's society of everyone having, like, blue hairs, blue eyes, gold hair, it's like the vibe that I'm getting from this. Mm. And everyone else, they've successfully pushed them out and made them fight wars for them as a lesser species to the point that the general population doesn't even know that they're human. They think of them as less than human or just basically AI. Yeah, th- th- that part of it doesn't, hasn't really worked for me because it's like, how could people be quite this stupid? Like, the creators of this show seem to think like Hitler was too subtle with his racism. <laughs> What do you mean? Like, they think that he needed to go above and beyond and really go to the extreme for it to be interesting for a story? Or what do you mean? Like, there's no subtlety whatsoever. It's just like, oh, these... The the first episode... From the first episode, I thought, like, the people... I thought the things fighting the war were going to be, like, robots. And That's what I thought. The this girl, she just had, like, a soft spot for robots, and the robots had Same. heart, too, or something like that. But then second episode, it turns out they're, like, literally people. Yeah, they're just people whose hair is in silver. <laughs> exactly. So I don't know. If, like, your goal is telling a story about racism, this one doesn't work very well because most people would be like, oh, I'm not racist. I think they're human. Well, how many episodes have you seen? Because there is that scene where she goes into the classroom and basically lays out what actually happened in history. And, like, the way that the students react to her and the kind of questions they ask, it's almost like they honestly don't know that these other people exist or that they're actually human. Like, they're totally brainwashed. Yeah, I guess they're just, like, so separated from outside the world that they are completely ignorant. And I'm not completely disbelieving in the chance that this could actually happen if there was enough time. I just don't understand, like, how they got to this point, period, you know? Yeah, it sounds like from the backstory that this happened in, like, a couple of years. Which seems way too fast, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, shouldn't people remember how these other people who don't look like them 
also acted like them. So how can you treat them so in, like as inferiors? Yeah, it's, it requires a lot of suspension of disbelief. But I still think it looks good. I kind of think the dynamic between her and her team that she has to communicate with is interesting. So I'll stick around to see what happens. Yeah, I'm enjoying it too. Um, I want to see the the two enemies, uh, faded enemies, turn into lovers. You think that's going to happen? It's kind of hinted at, right? It's totally going to happen. <laughs> yeah, maybe she'll go back to the front line. We'll see. Or maybe they'll have a, a virtual fling. So let's move on to another sports anime, no. which I had to pull up out of the dredges since you rated it so lowly, but Backflip, <laughs> which is about male gymnastics, which is totally awesome, and I am enjoying it very much. I'm glad you like it. <laughs> I don't know what else much needs to be said other than it's like about rhythmic gymnastics, which I don't know too much about, but it looks pretty cool. I think that the way that they animated it with a combination of drawn and CG was pretty well done. I'm excited to see them. They've got, like, a newly formed team. I guess they already had four members, but as typical with any sort of club anime, they had to, like, recruit new people, right? And so they recruit, like, one guy who's very experienced and one guy who's mostly a protagonist who's very new. And so seeing, like, their differences and approach to the sport's pretty cool, and I'm excited to see them compete. Yeah, I watched the first episode, and it, it seemed pretty good for a sports show. Yeah, I like how shiny and like happy they are as they're flipping around. <laughs> nice. Yes. So we can move on after this since I'm the only one who's into it. Okay, this is probably one only I'm into. Combatants will be dispatched. This is by the yes, I dropped this. This is by the Kono Super guy, and uh, the combatants are dispatched, like it says, and the combatants are total assholes, and mm-hmm. I enjoy watching them be assholes, but your mileage may vary. This is another show that I couldn't finish, and Kebu gave me permission to stop watching it. You don't need Kebu's permission. No, I, I sat there suffering. He could see the suffering on my face. And again, he <laughs> said, we don't have to finish this. I see. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad, Draggle, so bad. Why, why do you hate it so much? Because the guy is a scumbag, and the girls are disgusting, and the way that they're drawn is disgusting, and this whole show is disgusting. I completely agree with you. That's exactly why I love it. That's perfect for you, man. Is this a classy show? Um, is it still too good? Come on. Th- this one is still a bit too good, yeah. But what we're we're fuck? getting to a good classy show. All right, all right. This one might be only me, too. Fairy Grand Mario. Are you watching Dude, this? Dude, I dropped this after one episode. How the hell are you watching this? I love it. I don't know why. It's great. I love it. What? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about this show. Please convince me. There's a bunch of uh, pretty boys that are fairies. And uh, it has, like, this Buddhist thing going on where they they find these uh, girls with problems. And then uh, usually there's, like, some some bad person who's doing mean things to them. Then they transform into their fairy form. There's, like, a whole transformation sequence. And then they they fight, fight it out with monsters in the fairy world. And then they, once they defeat the monsters, they get a key. And then they they thrust the key into the girl's keyhole and turn the key. And then they shout, I'm sending you to heaven. And uh, oh, yes. then oh, it yes, solves yes. the problem. And I love it. Um, of course you do. <laughs> Actually, there's like so many things about this. That I feel like you wouldn't like if it was done any other way. But because it's done <laughs> exactly like this, it's great for you. Uh, yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> so you you do understand why I like this one. Yes, and I'm glad you're enjoying it, and I will not watch it. <laughs> it's okay. I I won't judge you. I I think most people wouldn't like this, but it it perfectly hits hits my my niche. I'm really glad that it's found a fan in you. Yeah, I, I think it has a, a fair number of fans and on my Twitter friends as well. So you're not alone. That's also good. <laughs> yes. Anyway, the next one is this season's classy show, How Not to Summon a Demon Lord Omega. Uh, this is a yes. sequel from the other one. And, Which uh, is all you. Yeah, this is all me. The The demon lord gets summoned, and he's like a nice guy, but he's trying to hide it because he's supposed to be the demon lord. And he gets uh, like two girls, the big-boobed elf girl and the cat girl, and they're his slaves. And yeah, it's fun to watch with Classy. Slaves, awesome. Yeah, slaves. Mm-hmm. Anyway, next one I'm guessing is you're enjoying this one. Are you not? I've been killing slimes for 300 years and maxed out my level. I am enjoying this one. Oh, yeah. Okay, great. Kay and I are watching this together, and I think it's adorable, and I think it's funny how she's trying so hard to just live this laid-back life, but nobody will let her. Well, they did let her for 300 years. I suppose. (laughs) Her time of relaxation is over, but that might not be a bad thing, because it seems like she's gotten a lot of good things in return for her time, right? Yeah, she basically has a slave, too. And two daughters. Yes. And soon to be more friends, if the opening credits are any indicator. Yeah. And I I kind of like this one, because she's also a bit of an asshole. What do you mean? Isn't she? An asshole? Just a little bit. Okay, let's rewind, because we're looking at someone who was overworked at a very early age. Like, she just, like, lived her life for work, overworked herself, which is something that you relate to, right, Drago, that you think people shouldn't do and she dies in her early 20s which is like so sad and then as a gift from god she gets reincarnated a world where she doesn't have to do jack squat like she finds a house that's hers for free she's been given the powers of being a witch who's immortal and she has like her witch knowledge and over the course of 300 years and a daily killing of slime she becomes super overpowered living this, like, super laid-back life, taking care of the village that's right next to her. And I don't see how she's an asshole. She, she just, like, wants to keep Terrace off, and everyone comes to her, and she's like, leave me alone. How is that being an asshole? I don't know. With great power comes great responsibility. Yeah, but she didn't ask to be that powerful. She wasn't powerful from the beginning, so it was kind of a surprise for her to find out what had happened over those 300 years of her general routine. Yeah. So yeah. you're telling me that if... Every day a new person comes to your door asking for attention, asking for help. You're going to help every single one of them and not care about your own schedule, your own time, your own hobbies? No, but I'm saying if uh, someone came to my door and I didn't help anyone in 300 years, maybe I'm a bit lazy. She didn't, though. It shows that she saved her village from plagues and that she like helped people. She saved their lives. She watched entire generations born and reborn again. That's true. I don't know. She seems just a little bit selfish sometimes. I like that about her, but... I think it's important, and I think that's a a big lesson in this show, is the fact that you shouldn't be forced into doing everything for everyone all the time. You need to know when to say no, and you need to know when to value yourself. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. So, like, those people who come to her door wanting to fight her... I think that's completely stupid, and she's in her right <laughs> to say no to them. Like, why the heck should she w- fight them? Come on. For sure, for sure. 
Right, I'm getting worked up about this because I, I really like her character. But we can move on to Joran, the Princess of Snow and Blood, which I forgot to include, so I'm glad that you remembered it. And I just haven't watched it myself. I think I watched like half the episode and then fell asleep. So you'll have to talk about it. Uh, I love this one. It's, uh, it's set in like my favorite time, the 1930s, in like the alternate history where uh, there's vampires and shit. And uh, this woman... She's a vampire, I think, and she works for, like, the people who... The Supernatural Army Corps type thing, but you can't get out of it. And she's trying to get revenge, and she gets revenge, uh, but then she kills the parents of this girl, and the girl wants to get revenge on her, or so she thinks. Uh, But then the army uses the girl to blackmail her. So it's uh, lots of drama and excitement and betrayal and uh, vampires and little girls. I actually am really interested in it. I remember seeing like the promo art and then a little bit of the first episode and really liking how it looked generally. Yeah. I think it had a little bit of a slow start, but I don't know if that's just because I was sleepy. Yeah, yeah, it might have been a little slow. Yeah, I'm definitely going to go back to it. So I, I was curious to hear what you thought. Yeah, the latest episode was really good. Okay, then I'll I'll definitely keep with it. I'll go back. Yeah, it's kind of weird because the next it's show is right quite similar. It's right next to each other, right? Mars yeah. Red. Yeah, and they they seem so similar. similar. They're like both set in the same time period. They're both like vampires, vampires. in the army. Except you said that the one was a female uh, protagonist. This one's a male protagonist, right? Who's even the protagonist? This dude who is there to investigate. He he like joins a new team there to investigate vampires and like the very first episode which i've only seen one episode is him basically um interrogating this female vampire who was an actress Mm -hmm. and i've only seen the one episode so i don't know if what i'm guessing is true is true because he seems to be possibly her past lover while when she was a human i'm not sure all right just like the way that they talk to each other. I know she was an actress, and as a vampire, she's still sort of acting out the, that role that she was supposed to take part in. But I got the feeling that they knew each other before. That might be. Honestly, I kind of forgot. And I've been getting this one mixed up with Joran a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> They're very, very similar. Yeah, which uh, I like them both. I like them both and the way they look. They're both very pretty. Yeah. This one in the later episode, though, it, it expands more to, like, the whole squad. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. That's, that's good. Whereas, I'll stick uh, with it then. Joran mostly sticks with the one woman as, as clearly the main character. This is a good entry, this and Joran, for people who are into vampires. I, I think I like Joran slightly more at the moment, but they're both good. All right, let's move on to one I'm sure you'll be surprised I'm watching. A little bit, yeah. Osamake rom-com where the childhood friend won't lose. I love this show. I should have moved it to Definitely, but I didn't. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't push it up because I've only seen (laughs) two episodes. uh, So no spoilers for me after the second episode, but I do find it interesting and it's pretty. I'll let you go ahead with the description on the show. Uh, How do I even describe this without spoiling? I mean, it's about a couple of childhood friends. You thought it would only be one from the beginning, but it turns out they're both childhood friends, right? You just spoiled it. <laughs> Did I spoil it? I mean, come on. That how is, it's within the first episode. Uh, yeah. Okay. You spoiled the first episode. That's fine. But you, you think the childhood friend won't lose. But then you're like, oh, which childhood friend won't lose? <laughs> <laughs> and you realize the title gives you no information. <laughs> That's exactly right. You really think that the title would give you any sort of answer? Come on. 
Yeah. Oh, it got you. It got me. Maybe this is a nice spoiler, but everyone in this show is an asshole, and I love it. Wait, you think that the uh, the writer girl is an asshole? Kachi? Maybe. I like how blunt she is. Come on. She's, like, so to the point. She doesn't waste her time. I don't think that makes her an asshole. Okay. Tell me in a couple episodes if you oh, still Oh, God. Okay. That. Okay. <laughs> I really like Kachi. I like her, too. I like all of them. I think my favorite is the the one you originally think is the childhood friend. Kuraha? Fuck Kuraha. I don't like her. That's why I like her. She is totally She's basically an assaulting him. Screw her. Yeah, she's great. No, no, no. I don't condone her assault of him. <laughs> the, there is only one character in this show who's a really nice guy, and it's definitely not who you think it is right now. Interesting. I wonder if it's Abe, because he's coming off as an asshole right now. I don't remember any of their names, so I, I can't Abe is like the other you. boy who is a successful actor currently, mm-hmm. who became an actor because of admiring Maru when he was younger. Mm. Yeah, maybe. You'll, you'll see. You'll see. All right. I've got some ideas. But <laughs> yeah, I'm enjoying this ridiculous dating show, high school rom-com. Yeah. The next is the Pretty Boy Detective Club. This one, there's a Pretty Boy Detective Club, and uh, the, a girl joins it. Are you watching this? Yeah. Okay. I really wasn't sure if you're going to, but based on you watching the fairy one, I thought maybe you actually are watching this one also, which I think this one is really pretty. I was really in awe, I think, during the first episode by the visuals. And I think it's interesting, like these different characters. It kind of reminds me of Orin High School Host Club. Yeah. The first episode was great. I feel like it. I lost my interest a little bit since then. No, don't say that. I've only seen the first episode. Oh, it's, uh, it's no. a wonderful show. It's only going getting better. Okay, uh, <laughs> thanks. Thanks. But it, it does look really pretty. Usually I get really sick of the Shaft animation style. Um, uh-huh. but the first this episode... This is Super Shaft, but I don't think it's too bad so far. Exactly. But yeah, I really like the whole... We're pretty. We're boys. We're detectives. These are the requirements. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's entertaining. Uh, next one is probably only me. So I'm a spider. So what? This is a sequel. Uh, not sequel, but it's a continuation from the previous seasons. Yeah, we've already talked about it, so we won't spend too much time. But the okay. spider is, continues being a spider and getting stronger and uh, doing the singing and dancing and talking to herself all the time. And she has great energy, and I, I enjoy it. Good. Next one is another isekai. The saint's magic power is omnipotent. Yes, I am thoroughly enjoying this show. I'm not quite sure how you feel about it, though, based on some of your tweets. I don't know if you like it or dislike it. I like it, except I was disappointed that uh, the main character healed her eyesight because she looked very cute in glasses. I thought she was kidding glasses too, but I didn't mind that. Like, for the purpose of the story, it made sense that her eyes improved. Like, she keeps doing things that she doesn't realize <laughs> will end up how they are, right? So, it did. I think it fit. She needs some of those, like, glasses that are just for style. You know, I really hate those. I really, really think those are <laughs> stupid. I agree. I'm just kidding. Yeah, this show's fun, though, because it kind of reminds me of the, uh, the slime one, the 300 slime one. Mm hmm. Because in both of them, it was women who were overworked, and then they get sent to another world where they can take things a lot easier. And I thought you would enjoy this one because, like, she gets transported to this other world with another girl, right? They're Mm -hmm. historical in the fact that this is probably the first time two saints have been summoned, right? And, like, the prince whisks away the prettier, younger little girl immediately, 
I'm sure that'll come into the story later. Um, and then this older woman who is like a fully fledged adult with a career uh, gets sort of pushed aside. But that gives her the freedom to do what she wants. And she joins like this scientific institute, research institute, right? And I thought that was pretty cool that she gets to just play in the lab all day and unexpectedly make things better than everyone around her. And she's like gifted at what she does because she's a saint. Yeah, I've been enjoying it. So Me who, too. Wh- which is your favorite boy? Which is my favorite boy? I mean, is right now it's like obviously pushing us towards the golden haired dude. Albert, maybe? Is that his name? Is he the night guy? Yeah, the one that she saved his life. Like, okay. that's the one that's, like, the obvious romance partner, right? That's the one that they yeah. keep pushing us towards. Yeah, I don't like him. My favorite is the the guy who's the head of the Institute. He's pretty cool, too. The one that, like, really listens to her and is supportive of her. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, he's the friend of the night, I think. And yeah, then I, I also it. really like the um, her fellow lab dude, <laughs> the green-haired guy. Yeah, he's good, too. Yeah, he's fun. But I think that the winner is supposed to be the knight. No. No. Oh, well, that's okay. As long as it's not the stupid prince. Yeah, I am assuming we'll see him later, but that was his mistake for not seeing her for who she truly was and just forgetting about her, so... Screw him. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, last promising show, Vivi Floride Ayasan. Are you watching this? I am. I I am kind of surprised because I actually like this. Yeah, when I first scanned through trying to like pick episodes I wanted to watch, depending on my mood, I actually kept skipping over this. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I finally watched it, I was pleasantly surprised. I do think it looks great. I think it's somewhat interesting with the whole like AI and how this girl is supposed to be... She's an AI herself, right? She's like the very first one or something. Right. And how it's basically another sort of time skip thing where... Someone from the future goes back and tasks her with changing what's going to transpire in the future, which is basically the AI rising up and killing all humans. <laughs> yeah, although it's also like not clear how much you can trust the guy from the future. And right, yeah. So I've been quite enjoying it, and it, yeah, as someone who like does AI, it's less offensively stupid than many of the shows with AI. So you think that they're being respectful towards it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's still very fantastical, but that's okay. I think it's interesting how it's centering also on the political side of things, right? Where Mm -hmm. it's like, what this guy's doing to push forward this act seems like it's a good idea. Like, it seems very, I don't know, politically correct to try to be friendly towards the AI and consider them to be humans. But is that really the right answer? Uh, I think it's cool that they're tackling that topic. Yeah. And we'll, we'll see how trustworthy the AI from the future turns out to be. But... And it, it always has, like, some cool action sequences. and Yeah, it does. I, I think it looks great, um, just animation-wise. And the story is very interesting, so yeah, I'm know. excited to see where it goes. A lot of big ideas. Anyway, let's move on to our definitely. First is my definitely, which I assume you've dropped, Back Arrow, one of the greatest shows of the past year. As we talked about during the fall review, I watched one episode and then dropped it, but I know you're loving this show. It's so stupid. It's been getting even stupider, and I love it, and I can't wait for the rest. <laughs> Good. Next is another sequel, which I talk about all the time, Boruto. I just have to mention, it's still amazing. You all should still watch it. I support this, even though I, I fell behind, but I do think it's a great show. Yeah, we're currently in the uh, child abuse arc, and I, I cried a couple episodes. Oh. So. Anyway, next one's all you. Fruits Basket, the final season, 
supposedly. We've heard that before with other shows. <laughs> Please be the final season and not just part two, part three, part four. Um, yeah, we're going further into the Soma family history, like getting to meet all the members, really delving deep. Everything's in the open now that uh, she knows who Akihiro really is. So, yeah, I'm here for that. Who are you rating for? The Catboy or the... I forget Catboy, definitely. Always Catboy. Okay, that's what I assumed. Good. There is no other answer, my friend. <laughs> so let's move on to Megalobox 2 Nomad. This was amazing. It is still amazing. I'm, I don't know, three episodes in? How many are out? I've been trying to keep up with it. This is like the show that the, as soon as the next episode drops, I'm there for it. The same, even though it's sort of a sports show. It's good. Not really. I feel like it's spending way more time on the whole migrant issue, right? Yeah, that's why I said sort of. It's not yeah. really a sports show. Which it's, it's really drawing these characters' stories out really well. I'm conflicted with how I feel about that young boy who, like, uh, yeah. everything he does pisses me off. But I also completely understand why he's acting the way he is, even though I don't condone it, you know? Yeah, it's... uh. I said that other show, what was it, like, had no subtlety. This one has a lot of subtlety. It's great. You should all watch Megalobox. Yeah, I think it's probably going to turn out better than the first season. For sure. I think it already is. But on to another sequel, which is Moriarty the Patriot Part 2, which I think is still me. That's all you, yep. Okay, you didn't watch the first season, even I'm though sorry. I talked even highly of it, me. right? Yes, I didn't watch it. <laughs> well, it's just a continuation. We're going further into like that back and forth between Sherlock and Moriarty, and I really love how most of this is from Moriarty's side of things. It's seen it from like the criminal side, criminal world. And trying to give an explanation for how they're justified in their actions and bringing down those corrupt upper class members of society that just get away with everything. It's pretty entertaining. And I'm glad not always seeing Sherlock, his side of, of things, and that he often loses. I'm down with that. Nice. Uh, next is another sequel, My Hero Academia, season five. It's never going to end. Uh, I'm basically here because... Once you go there, you never go back. We're just in it for the long haul. Yep. And they're doing more fighting. Uh, a frog girl is best girl. You know, one thing I am super happy about with this season so far is that they are focusing more on their female characters, which they should have done more of in the past. Oh, really? I didn't even notice. I feel like in the previous seasons that it was all about Deku and like other male characters. Like, I know he's the main character, but... Like, you introduced so many other fantastic side characters, uh, it felt very one-note. The, there was so. the best episode of the show so far, the froggy pirate episode. Right? People loved that episode. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm glad that we're looking again at different members, not just Deku, even though I love him. Yeah, I really like the yeah. vine, vine girl. She cracks me up. She's so, like, role-playing all the time, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, next sequel, I assume it's all me, Thunderbolt uh, Fantasy. Obviously, it's all you, my friend. Season 3. It's glorious. Every all time right. they uh, trot out the Chinese poem, I, I just like explode in joy of how amazing the show is. I'm glad that it has such a strong fan base. It's arguably not even anime, but whatever. We have to talk about Thunderbolt <laughs> Fantasy. Anyway, next one you can do. 
Zombieland Saga Revenge is another sequel. I really enjoyed the first season, so I'm obviously here for the second season. This is another one that I'm watching together with Kewu. Uh, I think we just had a fun with the whole novelty of zombie girls attempting to be idols. And it started out with them having a crushing blow to their egos with a very poorly attended performance that almost destroys their careers, but it looks like they are rising again, and it's just as silly. I'm hoping to see them become the saviors of saga as we hope for yes i i think it's i like it even better than the first season yeah so let's move on to sss sss dina xenon yes i watched one episode of this and my memory of the previous season is very shaky so can you tell me more about this show uh there's four or five uh high schoolers who get a giant robot and then they pilot it and they combine together and they fight the kaiju um the kaiju owners are the bad guys uh, but they're not too bad they're very polite and they go to class together it's similar to the first one in that there's like this world-ending struggle but they're all very chill about it so it's this weird uh feeling like oh there's a kaiju oh it destroyed the building maybe we should do something about that Anyway, I love it. The characters are all super interesting in this one. Uh, the one girl, she like just kind of hides from everything. Uh, one mm-hmm. person's a shut-in. Well, two, one person lives with the shut-in. One person, we don't know. He seems to be like a crazy guy from 5,000 years in the past. <laughs> okay. It's a lot of fun. And the robot right, well, looks awesome. I remember enjoying the first season, if, even if the memories don't stay with me fully in detail. So this is probably a show that I'll marathon later on. When they transform, it looks like a dinosaur. Dinosaur. Dinosaurs are very cool. Exactly. Yes. Anyway, next is my favorite show of the season, To Your Eternity. Ah, yes. To Your Eternity, which I am also watching, but I've only seen one episode. So take care with spoilers, sir. Oh. I don't know how much it changes after the first season. This is about a rock, and the rock is immortal, and it uh, can transform into like different animals and There people. are certain things that need to be fulfilled for that transformation to take place, right? Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll just say about the manga, like it shows the rock living through like a very long period of time as everyone around him dies. This sounds super fucking sad, and that's what the first episode is, is really sad. And this may affect people differently, because I think some people find it really, really forced. Like, it's just asking you to cry, and pe- some people really hate that kind of writing. I thought it was a little overmuch also, but I did enjoy how dark it was. Yeah, it's a lot. Personally, I love it. Mm-hmm. I think it was hitting people over the head a little too much, but I did enjoy it. Yep, it's great. Next one is probably my second favorite show of the season, Odd Taxi. It's about like a walrus who drives a taxi and a bunch of other people who interact with him. It's like very real, I guess you should say. The I don't know if you watched the latest episode, but it just it killed me. I've only seen one episode, and so since this does seem to be very much a drama show, like thriller, I am assuming that if you tell me any much that it will like really spoil things. Um, yeah, but I, I can just say the main character, like, didn't even show up at all in the last episode. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, he he showed up briefly. You know, this was one of the very, very last new shows that I watched, mm-hmm. and it, I think I was just turned off a bit by the promo art. 
Like, I was like, oh, it's another animal show. And I almost didn't watch it, although a couple people told me that I should watch it. So that's kind of what pushed me into it. You should watch it. So, like, after watching Beastars, you know, I was kind of like, and then watching, what was that other one that was also about animals in an animal city? Polar Bear brand Cafe. New? Oh, yeah, brand new animal. Yeah, so I was kind of like, ah, we've seen a lot of animal shows lately. <laughs> so I sat down and I watched the first episode last night, and holy shit, was I, like, riveted to my seat. The writing is so sharp. Yeah. And I think it's cool that they use, like, actual radio hosts to do the radio portion, because it's just so realistic and actually entertaining to listen to. Right, and the interactions between him and his and the passengers that go in his car, I am, I I was sleepy last night, but somehow I stayed awake through this entire episode because I thought it was so interesting. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I love his character. <laughs> Same. So next we have Shadow House, Shadows House, which I've only seen one episode of. Again, are you seeing this one? Yeah, I'm all caught up on this one. Okay, so I'm definitely behind you on this, but I've got to say, like this show is very visually unique. <laughs> yeah. I am a little appalled at how interested I am in a show where you basically see just nobody's face. The only faces that you see are, like, the dolls that they make that are supposed to represent them, right? Mm-hmm. It's like you've got a whole house full of these shadow people, which kind of reminds me of the puppets that you have in, say, Utena. Oh, yeah. And then you have, like, their dolls that they make as an image of them, whose faces you can see, who are very colorful, um, they kind of have this Victorian style that makes me think of Rose and Maiden. But, like, these dolls spend the entire day waiting on their shadow counterpart and cleaning up after them because, in correlation with them being shadows, they also create soot everywhere, which constantly has to be cleaned up. It's really weird. But this show seems, like, really fanciful, pretty, in a very dark Victorian way, if that makes sense. Yeah. The, the later episodes change a little bit in that uh, she goes outside the room and interacts with other dolls a bit more. So uh-huh. there's more characters and they have faces. I expected that, that they would go out and meet each other. And you, it starts to be like, what is going on in this creepy house? Oh, I'm glad to hear that. I want to know more. Yeah, this one's really good. It really is. I'm excited about like how many shows we have that just look so unique and different from one another this season. Yeah, I don't know what's happening. This season's, like, the best season Just pumping season out the creativity to the max. Is this just, like, because of quarantine? You know, people are stuck in their home and going crazy. Maybe. <laughs> or maybe it's, like, these works were always there, but just now people who are, like, deciding what errors, they're like, you know what? We need something that's more unique, right? Yeah, yeah. And so we're just getting a whole bunch of these at once, and it's kind of, like, overwhelming me. I've been enjoying it, though. And now we're finally at our last show, which is, I think, another fantastic one for both of us, right? Yeah. Called Super Cup. I'm shocked. I love this show so much. It's so strange that, it's like I don't know, the tone of this show is, is weird, but I love it. Yeah, it's like a very peaceful, relaxed thing where this girl goes to school and she drives around her Super Cup. But I, I think part of what makes me like it so much is just like, the girl is so relatable as she drives her super cub. Like, she has the dream of she'll mention her super cub in class, and everyone will love her and be be like, oh, super cub, that's so cool. And it's just ridiculous, but it's so so believable at the same time. Right, because it turns out to just be a fantasy, right? Like, she was just yeah. daydreaming, and she didn't actually tell them that. Exactly. There was a strange scene, though, where she was making the bag in like the home ec class right and for some reason like the other students tease her for how much material she's taking and i was kind of like that's weird like is she actually being bullied by other kids 
She's you know clearly what I'm not. About? Yeah, I do know. I just thought it was like a weird shift in tone because I didn't get that vibe anywhere else. And then, the, but then, did she actually tell them that it was for her supercar bag or was she dreaming? No, no, she did tell them because that's how she piques the interest of Reiko, right? Because she's like, oh, it's for my helmet. And they're like, oh, oh you have your license? And she's like, yeah. And then tells them what kind of vehicle it is because they ask and then they're like oh well that's lame and like super cubs like old blah 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 <laughs> they don't know <laughs> and then that's when Rayko's like oh i want to see it so that did happen okay okay yeah and i i don't think she's really being bullied but i think she's very unpopular she yeah, i don't think she has I just any think people friends. just tend to overlook her you notice that no one ever asks her to eat at lunch right she's no. always by herself no one talks to her before or after class and then she gets teased for like that one weird moment yeah and I, I don't get it, because I think she's really interesting. She does seem like she's poor, and I don't know how she affords living on her own, but the fact that she has, like, all those packaged dinners that she uses for lunch is a little sad. Yeah. Well, she, I think she's also just very uh, shy and sick to yeah. herself, kind of. Yeah, I mean, that's relatable, right? Yeah, I, I think that's is. completely understandable. I kind of get, like, Rin vibes from her, you know, from the hero camp, how she just does things on her own. But I don't know if she, like, wants that as much as Rin, like, enjoys that solitude, right? Yeah, I don't think she does. I think she's been quite happy to kind of make friends with the other Super Cub girl. But you can see, like, she doesn't really know how to interact with her. Yeah. You can tell those, like, awkward moments where they're both sitting out on their bikes at lunch, right? And it's, like, just direct question and answer and no other discussion, right? (laughs) But, like, that's very real. That happens. For sure. Yeah, but I I do enjoy those moments, even though she does seem to want more connections with other people. Something that I loved in Eurocamp that I'm still liking here, even though it might be limited um, in the near future, is that like those moments of solitude where you're just by yourself with that one character, seeing them interact with things around them and how they like don't have to interact with other people. Just like her reaction, like reading her manual, right? Mm-hmm. Looking up things on her bike. Yeah. I like that. My favorite part is the old super cub biker guys. The one who sold her his bike, or yeah, and there was the one other one who uh, who gave her the ba- the basket. Uh huh. And they're just like so excited to have these young youngsters <laughs> into super cub. <laughs> it's so wholesome. It is. <laughs> it makes me happy. Yeah, me too. Tune in again to Kaseki Anime Podcast two weeks from now. Please feel free to send us questions or comments on Twitter with hashtag Kaiseki Anime Podcast or on our individual accounts at Draggle underscore Kuhn and at Anime BNB. Listen and review us on Apple Podcasts so we can continue to grow and improve. You can also find us on Google Play and Spotify. Thanks for listening. See you next time.